What if you did work? What if you took action and made it happen and started living inside of your purpose? What if you did work? Right now you can make the choice to never listen to that negative voice no more. The hardest prison to escape is our own mind. I was trapped inside that prison all for a long time. To make it happen, you gotta take action. Just imagine what if it did work. You know what? I gotta admit, what if it did work? I love this song. I love the meaning. Maybe I'm biased, but I love that podcast. One of my favorites. And you know what? I know you're waiting for that episode. So am I. It's one of my favorite episodes. But how about doing something different in your life? How about a free webinar? Hey, I did it. So you know it's good. It's just ask for it. You're going to be like, what's just ask for it? Entrepreneurs, salespeople, everybody in general, you're up at night. You're all bent and twisted. Where's your next sale coming from? Where are the leads? How am I going to get that next referral? Aren't you tired of working in your business and not your business working for you? Aren't you tired of missing out? on all those amazing events, the family functions, the travel soccer games, the graduations, because you're a slave to your business, but not anymore. This will help you compress time so you can live your life. You can live your passions because I know it's not chasing leads and chasing sales. Just ask for it. What will it do? Double your referrals, triple your leads, quadruple your sales. It's all about compressing time. You're going to say, how do I find it? omarmadrano.com backslash webinar backslash. Worst case, omarmadrano.com. You'll find it. Hey, we're like-minded souls. Enough as surviving. Your whole life was meant to be thriving. What if it did work? Another day, another dollar, another episode of my favorite podcast. What if it did work? I got to say, I'm super excited, super happy because my guest is on a mission. We are like-minded individuals. And to me, the definition of not only the book, the movement, the podcast, what if it did work, an overcomer, somebody that has that what if it takes attitude without further ado. Jessica Velez Benito. How's it going, sweetie? It is going fabulous. Thank you so much for inviting me here today. Well, it was a no-brainer, but I we were supposed to be on months ago, but life happens. But on the same day, my, this episode drops today, uh, one on a man that had overcame things, overcame brain cancer, overcame the loss of his his wife being mugged, et cetera, et cetera. You see, people like that, people like you, people like me, there's no such thing as circumstances. They're just literally obstacles. I completely agree. You know, the thing is, I think that people feel that the obstacles are like roadblocks and obstacles really at the end of the day aren't meant to 
um, causes harm. Obstacles at the end of the day are to show us how strong we are and how we have the potential to overcome. And I think that when people that get stuck at those obstacles as roadblocks to their success, it so has 100% to do with their mindset. Um, and they don't realize that just having a small thought change um, and looking at this difficulty that they're going through at that moment in different perspective will really create a different outcome. To me, obstacles, they're a gift from God. They're a gift from the universe. I mean, that, that's what creates strength. Could you imagine, do you think you and I would still be here if we, we were dealt beautiful deck of cards? Everything was amazing. They're like, here, you guys are great souls. Here's $10 million. Here's perfect health. Here's no stress. Here's nothing. Could you imagine that? That would be a thing. <laughs> But, but but we wouldn't be who we are, right? No, absolutely. You know, I say if it comes that easy, it's not going to last forever. And it's definitely not worth having. Well, that, that's why they say, you know, when everybody uses that excuse, oh, my gosh, that 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 person was born rich. That person was born wealthy. One, that's an excuse. So we can say, hey, that's why we suck. That's why we're mediocre. But it's a known fact. It, if if everything was given to you, that's why the highly super successful people, you never really hear from their, their kids or their grandkids because they didn't have to go through that adversity, those obstacles that their parents, that their grandparents went through. You know, I agree. Your circumstances don't determine or define your outcome. And at the end of the day, you know, having a victim mentality isn't going to get you ahead in life and saying, woe is me. And look at the cards that I've been dealt. Oh, well, guess what? Somebody else has it harder than you, worse than you. And they still get up every day and they give thanks. Um, and I think that when people really focus on what it is they want and stop focusing on all the reasons why they don't have it, life could be completely different for them. You know, I could say that I had the cards dealt against me from the minute I was born in some ways. And every obstacle that I overcame, just when I thought that I found success or that I had made it, the American dream, the Latina high school um, teen mom, college dropout, was earning, you know, income in a professional career, helping the community. Life happened. And I had a choice. I had a choice, you know, feel sorry for myself um, or do something different if I wanted a different outcome. And so having to be able to pivot, even if you don't feel like it, right? Even if at the moment you don't see or understand what's happening, I think that, you know, having more faith than fear um, is critical to success. You know, most people fear, I say, uh, the yes. Not even the rejection, right? Because you could deal with rejection, but people fear the yes of what if somebody says yes to my pitch or what if somebody says yes to hiring me for my services, then what? Um, you know, the beauty about you is I didn't realize, okay, yes, we're Latinos, we're Hispanic. We want to put more butts in the seats. We want to empower our gente, our people. But 
when you sent me your background too, I mean, you and I, similar ages, we're, we're in our early 20s, yes. <laughs> whatever. We're a product of, of divorce when nobody was divorced. Right from the onset, we felt different. We felt weird. We felt like we just didn't belong. I completely agree. There was, I felt like um, not a place for someone like me. You know, everyone had their mom and their dad and this, you know, ideal nuclear family. And I, my family was anything but. Um, but again, I fall back on the fact that despite my life not looking like everyone else's, the one thing that I always had and not, you know, not everyone can honestly say this is that I had unconditional love in my life that like poured confidence in me to the point that I became bulletproof, not cocky, um, not egocentric, but I knew what my worth was and my value to the world, despite the naysayers and despite what the world wanted me to be. Um, you know, when I was 16 and had to tell my dad that I was pregnant, you know, I could have fallen into the statistic of, you know, teen mom, high school dropout, show nothing for your life. But I did the exact opposite. I realized that now more than ever, I needed to not only prove to myself, but prove to the world that circumstances do not define the outcomes. And that with hard work and being at that, that challenge was being learning how to be a good mom. Um, But that hard work and faith in myself, I could achieve anything. Um, And I was not going to be a statistic. I refused to allow that to be my life. You know what? Circumstances and statistics are meant to be broken. You and I, our circumstances and our statistics, Latinos, highest dropout rate in high school. We shouldn't even be in this ballpark. When people when people talk to me about odds, I'm like, what are odds? What are statistics? My my junior high principal told me it'd be a cool day in hell to graduate the day I graduated college. Now the reason why he said that was it racial? Clearly, Hispanics till this day, not only in the 70s, 80s, 90s, we're looked upon as hey, labor, hey. Educator, education isn't for you. And that's that mindset. And that's why, yes, I want to overcome. I want to prove to you. I want to prove to them. I want to prove to everybody. That's my chip on my shoulder that I have. And that's clearly, yes, there's no, there's no, not many Jessica Velez Benitos on stage. There's not many Omar Medranos. But you know what? Why not? Let's prove them wrong. Let's show them. Let's empower them. Let's, show, hey, yes, the odds are against us, but those are odds. We're here to prove them wrong. I completely agree. I mean, Latinos have collectively the spending power of trillions of dollars. If they were to, in some ways, get over their mindset that someone or everyone is trying to take advantage of them, that everything is a scheme or a scam, or that nothing works, 
they as a community, us as a community could lead the world in so many different areas of business. We can have an economy that really caters to us as a community and our needs. You know, when you're filling out census reports and they ask you, you know, what your race is, are you white, are you black or Pacific Islander? I'm Latina, you know, that's my ethnicity, but it's also my race. It's my genetics. It's my DNA. You know, I'm from Puerto Rico. My family's from Puerto Rico. We are, our DNA is Taino, Indian, African-American and Spaniard. And I don't fit into any of those boxes. Perhaps the way I look, the color of my skin may, but that is not who I am. And it is important to me to really tell people, this is who I am. I'm not, you know, uh, a white, a white uh, lady from um, that you met on, you know, Grant Cardone's <laughs> workshop. I am, you know, a Puerto Rican from the Bronx trying to show people that dreams can come true if you work really hard and that more important, it's about bringing others along with you. You know, not shutting the door behind you, but opening it, giving people a platform. And I'm, you know, I'm very grateful that you gave me this stage and this opportunity to share our like-minded message with people of that, you know, stop Amen. living in a world of excuses. You know, that that's, I, it's funny because a couple of months ago, a, a Latino was having a stage. And I'm like, Hey, can I be on your stage? And he was like, hemming and hawing. He was like, yeah, no, I don't see color. The thing was he was full of crap because I edited his book because, and it, his first thing was, you know, about growing up being Mexican American. And to me, it blew my mind because it's like, dude, and I had to block him. Not, not because I, I, I can accept rejection, but when somebody says that, they don't see color and that race isn't an issue. Race is always an issue. My, my ex-wife, her friends were shocked, not that I was successful, but that I had a master's degree. Clearly, and you, were Latino. Wow, you have, <laughs> and, and you know why? Because I'm brown. Let, let's, let's face facts. Let, I'm supposed to sound like Pitbull. I'm sorry I can't. <laughs> But and that's why that's why to me, hey, yeah, I, I created my own stage. Yes, uh, this, you know, I've had 48, 49 episodes. But yes, there's there's Latinos in there because, hey, it's my stage. So, yes, I want to show people we're, we're, we're more than nannies. We're, we're 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 not doing drive bys. We're you know, we're, we're just highly educated. We're, we're not. Clearly, there's a stereotype. There's a stigma. And it, hey, congratulations! Compared to what we came from growing up, I only saw Fantasy Island and the Mexican guy saying "Ah, tattoo." That guy, chips, Eric Estrada, and pretty much that was it. Or, or if they needed a drive-by in Miami Vice or whatever, they they would bring John Leguizamo on, so he he can he can mow down a few people. So. Hey, I mean, I'm happy that my daughters can, it's easier for them, but Hey, let's, let's level the playing field. And, and that's why, yeah, that's why I love that. It, it's my honor to have you on completely. 
I think that when we're able to collectively come together as a community and show people that if we were to come together instead of divide and be envious and, you know, think of all people could say all the things that you have now, but did they see what it took for you to get there? Right. Did you, did they see the challenges that you overcame, you know, the perseverance that you had and that you had a mindset shift at some point in your life that, you know, good was not enough. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, actually, I feel that if you ever come to a phase in your life that you feel what you have and what you've done is enough, then what's the purpose of continuing to live? And it's not even about greed and wealth, but it's about creating change, having a meaningful, purposeful life that you have the ability every day that you wake up and are grateful for the fact that you opened your eyes to create a meaningful change in the world. And when you do it with your own community and people that are like-minded like you, you have the ability to change the world. Well, always know where you come from. Every time going to Aventura, going, doing a Grant Cardone workshop, seminar, oh, you're from here. You're from Miami. And it's like, no, this ain't the Miami I'm from. I'm from a, a place called Westchester, blue collar, right now, 100% Latino. No, this isn't the bougie lifestyle. That's like me saying, oh, Jessica, you're from the five boroughs. So are you from Central Park? <laughs> so funny you know when you're, you're traveling and people ask you where are you from I generally lead with from New York City and then they ask where in New York City and I'm like the Bronx and they look at me like I'm gonna take out a weapon and rob them and I'm like you know the Bronx is filled with some pretty amazing people and I know I know the Bronx I know all five boroughs from running and doing the New York Marathon but also the Bronx gets a bad rap because there's Fordham University. There, I, I, you, you can clearly, I, I, I just got back from last month. I, I took the subway both ways, the Yankee Stadium. That's in the Bronx. It, it, it's completely safe. And there's the, the thing about all five boroughs is there's people of all walks of life. I mean, if you want to eat Ethiopian food, there's an Ethiopian restaurant. If you want Czechoslovakian, I mean, you can't get any more melting pot than the New York City. And the thing that I like about New York City is, yeah, it's a fast pace and, you know, the stereotypes are there. But in general, I'm not going to judge you based on, you know, your color. Um, it's not a place at all. You, because if you can make it there, honey, like what Frank Sinatra says, you can make it anywhere. No, it's really true. I mean, you know, it saddens me sometimes when you go through New York City and you go through um, some of the communities and you clearly see the division between the haves and the have nots. And it's like, you know, well, what what really is the difference between the haves and the have nots? And, you know, is it that the have the people that have were willing to do something different to get what they have, you know, were they willing to rise beyond their circumstances? Were they really, were they willing to let go of the excuses? And really, yep. 
mindset. That's the difference, you know. The reason why you and I aren't living in Central Park, 100% on us, we didn't open up our minds big enough. We didn't expand our vision. We didn't answer bigger questions. That's all on us. That's why when when somebody says, hey, poor me, or, you, you know, the p- people are stuck in middle class, people are stuck in lower class, people, that's a choice. That's completely a choice. Because my grandparents came here from, from Colombia with, with absolutely nothing in, in 1950. I'm bad at that, 52. So everything, it's the best part. You know, people can say this and that, conservative, Republicans, Democrats, liberals. We create our own future. This country, 100% capitalism. If you're only getting paid $10 an hour, that's on you. That's your and, choice, yeah. And in public education, I'm, I, I didn't go to a bougie. I, my kids go to a, a, a private Catholic school. I went to a public school, elementary, all the way through. Education in this country is free. Education now, people can learn something on YouTube. People can learn something on social media. Mm-hmm. Computers, you and I growing up, we, we had to go to the Dewey Decimal System, Microfish, nonsense. You, 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 you wanted an encyclopedia, you wanted information, that was old information. You wanted, you, you, you felt like you're dying and you needed Anthony Robbins? We'll get it to you. Ex- expedited in seven days. If not, it was like 20, 21 days to a month. Yep. Now, if, if you want to know about Zig Ziglar, if you want to find something about selling, you have it at your fingertips. People choose. That's why people choose to be in their stuck in their circumstances. Stuck. The reason why the lower class, they're, they're content. If I got just public housing, if I got a check i wouldn't my mindset would be like there's more than this Uh you know i I wouldn't be like oh this is this is friggin' awesome (laughs) to me that's not awesome no i completely agree i mean i was at a point in life where i was struggling life had been really hard for me i had lost the ability to work my full-time job because i had been plagued with some chronic illnesses and i couldn't work full-time anymore And I had to have a mindset shift of this is not what God has intended for me in my life. And yeah, this may be a difficult moment, but it's just that it's a moment in my life. And to be able to move beyond that moment and see, well, what do I have control over and what can I do? Um, And if opportunity doesn't present itself, go out and look for it, go out and create it. But don't sit there saying, you know, woe is me. This is my life. Do something to create the life that you want and not stew in the circumstances that you're experiencing. And I think for so many people, especially Latino people that I personally know, they have all the reasons why things won't work instead of focusing on the potential that it can work. And if it doesn't work, so what? It's an opportunity for you to know better, learn better and do better next time. But success isn't a straight road of, you know, achievements. It's filled in lines with failures and obstacles and challenges. And it's how you're able to 
be a better version of yourself as a business person, as an entrepreneur, as a person of a community of color? Um, the thing is, we all hit that valley. The problem is some people prolong the valley. Some people stay in the valley. God doesn't give us roses and unicorns and rainbows 100% of the time. There is going to be times that your ordeals, adversity, obstacles, valleys. We have free will. We have sound mind. We have the ability to escape. Now, the, the choice is ours, and we get to choose every day. You said it best right there. You were in that state. That state was temporary because you chose this is only going to be temporary. You could have been like, oh, this is it. It is what it is. It never is what it is. You create your own life. You're the master of your life. You're the creator of your own destiny. I completely agree. You know, nothing we walk through in life is by accident. You know, God has a solution to the problems before we have the problems, but it's up to us to take forward motion um, and to take action on what it is that we want so that we could have the outcome that we desire. Amen. You know, what, what's amazing is we, we both have not only the faith in ourselves, but the faith in God. And looking through your bio, you could have easily swayed. You could have easily been, hey, look, you know what? I'm agnostic. You could have been like easily, hey, you know what? I'm an atheist because God's not listening. You chose the other path. You are spiritual. You are grateful and you are thankful. And I'm sure each time that you hit a roadblock, each time you felt like you had the college scholarship and you didn't, you had this in your life and you didn't, you were always like getting ready to cross any finish line and it was pulled back and you still had the belief and the faith and not only in yourself, but in God. For me, I say I'm a Jesus loving, uh, positive vibe motivator. And for me, without God, nothing is possible. You know, just a quick story of the example of the miracles that God um, performs in our life. And I don't care. Most people, I mean, some people are atheists, but most people believe in some form of a higher being. Um, and that's what gives them purpose. I had um, in 2010. I had I suffered for chronic migraines for many years. And um, in 2010, I had what I thought initially was a migraine that um, was not going away. And it was becoming more and more concerning. And about the third day of the migraine getting worse, I went to the doctor and the doctor said it was nothing. Let me go home. Still wasn't getting better. It actually felt even worse if that was possible. Um, day seven, I, um, had gone to an emergency room. They let me go home and I had been suffering with chronic um, disease for some time. And I went to a GI doctor, even though migraines have nothing to do with the GI doctor, um, because he knew me well. And the minute he saw me, he knew there was something wrong. And he said, I'm going to send you for a CAT scan because you don't look good. And so this was now day eight of what was this debilitating migraine. 
And I went to the hospital, had a CAT scan at eight in the morning. They sent me home at about two 30 in the afternoon. The doctor calls me and tells me, you know, are you alone? And I said, no, my son's with me. He says, I need him to drive you to the emergency room right now. Um, stay as calm as possible. And I get to the emergency room and they tell me that I had a condition called cerebral venous thrombosis, which is a rare condition of blood clots in the brain. And I was a matter of hours away from death. I had a complete blockage on the um, base of my brain and a three quarter blockage on the top of my brain. And had I waited a few more hours, I would not be alive to tell the story. And for me, that that experience gave me a lot of lessons. One, listen to your body, right? Listen to yourself, not to what the doctors say always. Um, never give up. <laughs> Under any circumstance, never give up. Keep going and allow your faith or the force that guides you in your life um, to be greater than whatever fear you may have at that moment. Um, and so at that point in my life, I knew I was like, God has something in store for me. He has something bigger plans for me in my life than I do. And that's how I live my life each day with a sense of gratitude and a heart of service um, to serve others and to help them achieve their dreams and success. And by default, I achieve mine. Now, you see, you and I, we, we believe in that. We believe in service. Why is it, though, so many people feel, hey, it's all about chasing money. It's all it's all about looking at people as checking accounts. Hey, maybe I'll help them if they can help me. Isn't that wild and crazy? Even though if Zig Ziglar said it best when he's like, if you want to find success, help others find success. But yet still, everybody's like me, 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 me. I, I, I really honestly don't get it. I'm along with you on that ride. I don't get it. You know, for me, it's about if you chase the dollar, maybe you'll get it. Maybe you'll have it for a short period of time, a few years, but it's not going to last forever because what value are you offering to the world um, by chasing your dollar? It's about being, of, you know, being of service doesn't mean that you don't make money doing it, right? Being of service means that, <clears throat> You know, the work that you do has a purpose. It offers a solution to a problem. It helps excel people to a new level. And when you're able to do that for other people, in my opinion, God rewards you by it by default happening for you and to you. And so being able to kind of keep that always as the center focus of, you know, it, I'm not suggesting people go out there and do work for free. Right. We are all entrepreneurs. You and I will never say that. Either. That's not what I'm telling you to do. But what I'm telling you to do is go out and do things with the right intention for the right reason. That's not only going to help you, but that ultimately is going to help someone else. Um, and when you do that, everyone wins. Well, there's a difference. Selling is when both parties come out ahead. You, you answer a problem and they pay you. Manipulation is when you seek and you profit off of somebody 
and they get absolutely zero in return. And, and that's that's the focus. You see, people love to manipulate, but then they'll say, well, I'm, I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. And I tell people on social media, I'm a Christian. And it's like, no, that's not how it works. It really works. Actions speak louder than words. And to be a Christian, Christian, Christ-like, be more Christ-like. I don't think Jesus Christ was walking around and, hey, I'm here to manipulate. You, 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 you see that guy, Lazarus? I might bring him back to life, but how much cash does he have? How much of a following does he have? If I help him out, can it boost my social media presence? No. So exactly, man, just speak with your actions and quit manipulating, quit chasing people, quit overcharging, quit selling them things that you know won't help them in any way. I agree. I say people like to buy, but they don't like to be sold and to sell somebody something that they don't need, whether it's a physical product or a service, not only does injustice to the person, but at the end of the day, does injustice to you. What value does that bring to you as an entrepreneur, um, whether you're a success coach or someone selling a product or a service? I mean, offering value is what ultimately creates your success. People see what you have, whether it's a service or product to offer and see the value and the solution that it could offer to them or offer to their community or offer, you know, to, to their business or to their service. And that just brings more opportunity. Um, And I think that when you have that focus, uh, I want to be the answer. I want to be somebody's solution. I want to be able to help people get to the next level, whatever that is for them. And that's different for everyone. Everyone's definition of success is different. But what I can guarantee is that success will never come if you're sitting at home crying over the spilt milk. Um, Success is going to come when you clean the spilt milk and you realize that there's another gallon to be bought, but you need to go do something so that you can go buy it. The thing, though, is so many people don't want to work. You know, they, they originally thought the power of intentions meant if I thought happy thoughts. And then they, they got pissed off. No, the power of intentions is you have your intentions. You have clarity on what you want. Now get off your ass and go do something. Or they'll pray. They'll pray. They'll pray. They're like, God, I want that Lamborghini. God, I I want four tickets for the New York Yankees. I want those tickets for Daddy Yankee. I want this. But, and God's like, I gave you free will. You, you want all these things. Now, what are you going to do to go get it? And then they'll be, oh, I pray, but I'm not getting it. I'm not getting my soulmate. Well, if you're staying at home and you're just praying, you ain't going to find anything. It's all about work. And, you know, they'll be like, oh, but but Jessica, work. And there's not one thing that I know that you can be successful at by just having good vibes, by being a good person. And I think most people are good people, aren't don't you? I agree. Yeah. <laughs> most people are good people. But I also think in a lot of ways that most people 
do exactly what you just said, you know, wish for it, hope for it and do anything except work for it. And, you know, it, it doesn't come easy, whether it's you wanting to, you know, change your living situation, whether it's you wanting to, you know, create uh, right now, I talk a lot about, and I'm on a real mission for people of color, specifically Latino people, to position themselves and put themselves in opportunities uh, that create long-term generational wealth, right? So like all of the successful people that we see on stages and that their children, you know, never have to go without or ever have to wonder what's next for them in their life. They can do what they love to do because they love to do it and not for a paycheck. And I think in the Latino community, when people pass away, for example, you're not receiving, you know, six figure, seven figure inheritances. Um, and so for a lot of ways, whether or not your family was some form or level of success, it wasn't real generational long term wealth. And so being able to position yourself through multiple streams of income, through entrepreneurship, through various ways of creating that long-term generational wealth, not only has the capacity to change your life, but has the capacity to change the life of, you know, the grandchildren you don't know yet. And again, it's not about, you know, giving them a silver spoon, but it's about giving them opportunity and choice. Well, Jessica, I'm all ears. Let, let's say I'm I'm uh, 20 years ago, 21 years ago, Omar Madrano. I don't believe in personal development, business development. Never heard of Anthony Robbins. Never heard of Zig Ziglar, Jim Rohn, Grant Cardone, anybody. I'm a I'm a prospect. I, I fit the mold. I'm clearly Latino. I'm Hispanic. So what can you do for me? to open up my horizon, open up my vision, expand my vision to the world of infinite possibilities. You know, really talking about what is it that you want and why do you want it? Um, you know, at the foundation, at the foundational level, it's not just about wanting money, right? Um, and if you have a reason why you want it, that's bigger than just the money. Um, that's what helps push you through. It helps push you through when you don't feel like working, right? It helps push you through when the obstacles come along. It helps push you through when things aren't working out as planned. And so being able to help somebody identify foundationally um, what is it that they want and why is it that they want it could then really open the door to conversations about, okay, you've identified what you want. You've identified why you want it. Now, what are you willing to do to get it? Right. What are you willing to do to achieve it? And then creating um, a plan, right? Uh, to have goals without an action plan is useless. So you identified your goals and what you want, but now we're going to come up with a realistic way of how you're going to achieve it and know that it's not going to happen in two to three months. Um, right. Because no, no one I know, unless you're doing some crypto, some crypto uh, currency is making six figures in two to three months legally. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, with so, crypto, they, I, you must be heavily shorting it because I don't think anybody's been, can make any money. Well, not now, but months. when in the height of, in the height of it, in the yeah, height I, of I, it. I hear you. I, I get it. So being able to really help people um, identify those things, I think, is the first step in trying to figure out um, 
how to live that life for your dreams. And my thing is, I want to be in a position to be able to help people create impact, income, create community and leadership, and that long-term generational wealth for themselves and their families. I agree. The, the one thing, why is it, I, I think the one thing about Latinos and Hispanics is we don't understand that DNA and all that, we're, we're pretty similar. But we, we all think, oh, well, I'm not Puerto Rican or I'm not Mexican or I'm not Cuban. I'm not Dominican. You know, we, we have that. That's the one thing like CNN and all these people. How do we win the Hispanic vote? We can't see eye to eye because we're too busy saying, well, you know, that guy's Nicaraguan. I'm not Nicaraguan. Instead of just saying, well, maybe maybe we're all similar. Let's help each other out. I completely agree. Listen, you put all all types of Latinos in a room um, and you put a, um, a racist person in the room with them and the racist person treats them all the same. Why? Because they see one. They see everyone in that room is a Latino and is not like them. And if we as a community were to come together and see ourselves all as one, we would be a powerful force to be reckoned with. Instead of competing with each other, really collaborating and working with each other as a community um, to lift each other up. You know, there's um, a lot of brand recognition, specifically in um, urban African-American businesses, right? Um, I don't want to promote any in particular, but there are hip hop artists, for example, that have liquor brands. And regardless of whether or not you like that person's music, nine times out of 10, an African-American person will buy it because they're supporting an African-American business owner. And I find in my experience, for example, when um, someone like JLo drops a uh, a skincare line that is under normal circumstances expensive for the average person. Latinos will go out and break the bank to buy the skincare. But their neighbor across the street that they've known their whole life starts a business, whether it's selling a product, whether it's offering um, food, a catering company, they run the other way. Instead of supporting their neighbor, supporting the person they've seen all of their life struggle and now start something new. And it isn't because, you know, my whole thing is people want to see you do well. They don't want to see you do better than them. And it that's hurts. the mentality. It hurts. Yes, that's the that's mentality why. that they have. They don't want you to succeed. That's why your biggest fans will always be strangers. Uh-huh. Because it hurts because you went after your dream. That's why it's always, oh, hey, don't don't go do that. Success. That's not for you, because if you do and, and when you do become successful, it's it's not really the pain of you being successful deep down inside in their soul. It's like, shit, I quit. I never followed my dreams. I never had dreams. And that's why it's easier. It's easier not to hit 
the share button when it's your neighbor, it's your friend. It's easier not supporting. It's easier going on Yelp and just tearing down a mom and pop business because it took five extra minutes, but you let the big guys slide. It's easier to, to quote unquote, I'm here at Nobu. I'm here at STK. I'm winning. I'm checking into Benihana's to all these bougie places. But oh, God forbid, if you check into your neighbor's bodega, your, your neighbor's rest, that, no, that, because it's not quote unquote winning on social media. No, it's completely true. It's funny that you say that <clears throat> in my neighborhood, they opened up a new Colombian um, coffee spot. Um, and the first thing I did the first time I went there was I put a social media post and I was like, you know, who doesn't love a cafe, a good cafe con leche, um, hitting up my new local Colombian coffee shop for the first time. And I tagged them. And I put them on social media. It doesn't cost me anything to do that. But the idea that they would get new customers from it makes me feel good to know that a business that I enjoy has the potential to be around more than a few months if people go and spend their money there instead of going to a Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts or these big box corporations that don't need their money and don't do anything for the community either. No, that's I and I tell people all the time, everybody's got a credit card. Everybody can go to those restaurants. Who cares? Promote. I promote my friends, all their businesses. I hit the share button. You you have a new book. I hit the share button. You, you you're, you're promoting something. I hit the share button. Granted, I, I know. The people that love me, they'll do the same. They'll be like, hey, I listen to my buddy's podcast. They listen, they'll buy my book, whatnot. But it's like, yeah, let's help each other out. Don't, you know, Stephen King already has a million other books. You don't have to say, hey, you know, Michael Crichton's new Jurassic Park movie is amazing. Hey, I saw Top Gun. So did a billion other people. It, it shows the numbers. You don't have to promote Tom Cruise. Promote something else, you know? It's so, so true. Um, it really is. I think that, you know, um, I think I said it uh, before we started officially recording, but like you're the male version of myself when I see your presence on social media, because in a lot of ways, it's like the message you give is positive and it's motivational, but at the same, and it's God centered, which sings to my heart. Um, but <clears throat> it's no nonsense. You know, it's straightforward. Sometimes I think that one of the biggest challenges I've had to overcome was the fact that I speak brutally honest, right? And some oh, people can't handle people it. People like lies. They don't like, they'll, they'll say that you and I are full of crap. If I look like shit, tell me I look like shit. I, I, I can, I can accept that. Why, why, why do we have to lie to each other? That's why, hey, am I doing a great job? No, you're not. But everybody just wants to hear the attaboys and you're doing good. I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not selling ice cream. I'm not Ben and Jerry's. I've never been. I'll be brutally honest with you. Hey, what, what, do, you, what, do, you think, what do you think of, of this? 
I don't, it, it, you can do a lot better. Mm-hmm. I, I, why lie? Lying. <laughs> Here, you're left. The reason why a lot of people fail at their business. Oh, I had this new vegan bakery because grandma and my aunt said it's the best recipes. Yeah. It's your family. What are they supposed to say? Tastes like crap. <laughs> That's why you're struggling now. Nobody's buying it. No, it's true. It really is true. I mean, my whole thing is, you know, if you don't know better, you can't do better in anything and everything in life. So whether it's opening a bakery to know if your recipes are good or if they need to be improved or even the outfit that you're wearing, like, does it look good on you? Is it flattering on you? And if it isn't, how can I make it look better? How can I be more, you know, flattering in what I'm wearing? But if somebody's always telling you yes or telling you what you want to hear, there's no room for growth. There's no room for opportunity. Um, for self-improvement and self-awareness. And so for me, I want to know the brutal, honest. I want to know the truth. I want someone to say, wow, that was a pretty out there thought. Or um, is that really what you think? To get me to question, you know, what I'm thinking or the message that I'm sharing, you know, is it meant for everyone, right? Maybe it's not meant for everyone. Maybe it's meant for a selected few. But unless somebody calls me out on it, you know, and I'm not saying be rude or critical, but do it in a way where people can respect that you have an opinion, your opinion is valuable and what you think matters. Um, and so that's important to me to be able to express um, honesty with people. And so I love to see your content because that's exactly what it is. Um, it's God-centered, motivational inspirational get off your butt what are you doing today to better your tomorrow talk and i think the world needs more of that and, and I'm, I'm i'm proud of who i am you know yes i i don't i, I say god in the universe because if i, if I say god you know, and jesus complain. yes <laughs> but but I, I i do say on my podcast mm-hmm. in my book videos i i am roman catholic mm-hmm. and, and I, i'm i'm proud of it and you know yeah you you can take a shot at my beliefs and all that. That's that's all on you. But if it makes you feel better, congratulations. But I, I I'm an open book. Yeah, I, I'm I'm Catholic. I, I I will tell you, you know my 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 opinions. But it, I'm, I if somebody gets upset because I tell them you quit, get off your ass, quit crying over the past. You and I have have crappy past. We will say it. And when I, I when you type your past, it's like me. You use it to motivate. You use it to inspire. You're not living in me history. You her story. And that's that's what separates so many people. You want to play victim. You want to sound like Nancy Kerrigan and say, "Why me? Why me? Why me? You know why me? Because." That's life. <laughs> it's like what Mark Anthony says. Sometimes in life, you have to suffer. Yes. You know, I came to the realization during that time in my life um, that instead of asking why me, 
I had the mindset shift of God, what are you trying to show me? What are you trying to teach me? What do I need to learn from this moment right now? And not ask why me, because why me isn't going to get me beyond the situation. But it's not gonna get you out, it's not yeah. gonna get you out of it, right? No, no. To me, why me in some ways is the pity party that gets you deeper in the hole, you know, gets you buried more under. Well, this is that person typing on social media, wanting to play victim, wanting to get the the, the cyber hugs, wanting to get the oh no, it's like yeah. I I, re- I remember people like oh well, you didn't post that that you you got a divorce or that your marriage was on the rock. Well, yeah. What 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 are, are you, Doctor Phil or, or Doctor Ruth? What 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 were you going to do for me? You know, but yet so many people. Well, post their drama, post their, oh, I'm, I'm still unemployed or, oh my gosh, he dumped me. Well, he, he dumped you. Uh, clearly we, we, we knew that happened after you, you quit posting how much in love you were. This is my 67th day with him or her. This is, you know, this is my soulmate. We're, we're celebrating four months, two days and three hours together. And all of a sudden you're not posting. Yeah. We, we don't need to know. We, we, we pretty much assume the obvious. <laughs> it's so true. It is. So, I see people's social media and it's um, it's has millions of pictures of them and their partner and every other post is them and their partner. And then, you know, something happens and that's not their partner anymore. And then you go back to their social media and half the page is gone. And it's like, really? <clears throat> What purpose did any of those posts have? Yeah, you celebrate things and, you know, birthdays and anniversaries, but life shouldn't revolve around a person. That person doesn't define you. Yes, he's your high school sweetheart. But does he define who you are as a person? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, In in my my ex-wife. There, there's not one part. I don't want anybody to say he or in my case, she defined me. Mm-hmm. No, I, I I am who I am. My past, whenever there has been drama and all that, that's that's the other party having to post that they're with me, that they're making tacos for me, that that we're going out. Quote unquote, congratulations, congratulations. That's not me. That's someone else tagging to me, I, I use social media. Hey, these are my kids. I, I love my kids. Hey, I'm in New York. Love it. That oh, and to promote others and to promote a, a life, promote positivity. But you know, I, you, you don't need to I see right filter. there with you. You don't need you don't need to see a filtered picture of me looking like I'm 22 again. Uh, shit, I turn 49 next month. I I, I know what I look like in the mirror. <laughs> but yes, social media and people you find want to use it instead of trying to find to create a better me people. Oh, well, I need to find significance. I need to say my my political views. I need to say my social views. It, it's like we, we, we went from pandemic to monkeypox for a day to Ukraine to now Roe versus Wade. Now, now Roe versus Wade, whatever everybody's views are. You're not going to change them. You're not going to change someone else's views. You're not going to. In fact, they don't understand to connect and sell 
you have to understand their world. And being 100% one way, sounding like you're racist, sounding like you hate this month, I've I've seen so many posts, anti-homosexual posts. Congratulations. At least we know it's not the month that's bothering you. It's the fact that you're you're anti-homosexual. Congratulations. But but you go to your service once a week. So thank you for judging them. We've seen Roe versus Wade, people judging based on on their their views, their moral views or political views, can't understand the other party. So we we know that. How can you say you're an entrepreneur if you're willing to piss off 50% of the people that can be buying from you? I completely agree. I, um, I don't write about politics. I have very strong opinions. Um, I don't write about controversial um, topics. <clears throat> I'm very opinionated in many different areas. Under, people that know me. And, and, and it's it's like right there. It, it's common sense on, on what I I don't need to spew it. No, nope. my and close friends know it. And that's it. My close friends aren't going to buy coaching from me. My wow. close friends aren't going to be supporting me yes. in any way. So I'll be vanilla as I want to be on, on, on social media. Why? Well, you're not chick. You're not you're not Chick-fil-A. You're not Starbucks. You're not Hobby Lobby. You're not Disney World. These are billion dollar corporations. They their product is so good that people really honestly don't care. You know, people want to pack them. Oh, Disney World is down. No, the stock market is down. (laughs) Just Joe Bob, you're you're not going because of their we can say gay. No. Disney World is still packed. Disney (laughs) Disney World movies are still. Coming. It's a simple fact that we're in a recession. But if you want to believe that you and your, your you, you had an impact and you're posting it, because I see it all the time. Uh-huh. Oh, Netflix, you woke MFers. Look how down your stock is. It's like, uh, I think that's every stock. <laughs> Absolutely. And when the market gets saturated with any particular industry, in this case, streaming, television services, like it's just a matter of time when they first came on. You know, to the scene, they were one of the few services. Now you can't well, economics them too, anymore. right? <clears throat> and if you keep on making, in Netflix's case, it's not because they're woke programming, but no. <laughs> the, the, these these shows that everybody loves to watch, the Stranger Things, the you know the Ozarks, that costs a lot of money to to make. And when you're only charging people minimal amount to stream. Yeah, it, it it's it's not they're not there's nowhere that it having a negative effect. Disney yeah. World isn't having a negative effect. It's just people wanting to be their social, you know, you know, the, get their moral police. And it's like dude, you, you're just turning me off. That's all you're doing. Yeah, and it's true. When I talk to people, I'm like, listen, business in business, no matter what business, what industry you are in, there is no room for emotion. And there is no room for personal opinion unless you are one of those huge conglomerates that it's not going to hurt your business. Because regardless of who you feel your niche market is or your ideal client, the minute you say something that doesn't uh, fall in line with their beliefs, their ethics, their thought process, 
you can kiss your success goodbye in some ways because you've just pushed yourself that much further back when you've made all the progress that you did to start your business, to become successful, to, you know, gain influence and you sharing an emotional, personal thought could potentially take all of that away. And to me, it's a lot of hard work that that you think about that one tweet, one stupid video, one stupid comment can bring you down as an entrepreneur, as a salesperson. That's why, yes, be as vanilla as possible. How can, why, and even not if on a social aspect, political aspect, if you're posting nonstop your drama, oh, well, yeah, that's, that's who I want to hire to, you know, is my marketing company. Oh, that, that's who I want. I I, I want, I want that person to help me get, you know, it, it's funny. Cause I, I remember it's, it's, it's like the, you know, the therapist, the marriage counselor, well, you're trying to save my marriage, but you've been divorced a couple of times. If you have all the answers, you know, why can't, but, but it, it, it's, it's that aspect of, Hey, be as spicy as you want in your personal life, but just social media is social media, you know, post away, inspire people, motivate people, but you don't have to post your, your, there hasn't been one post that has changed who I'm voting for. There, there hasn't been one post that made me change my religion. You know, I, I didn't go, start going non-denominational because somebody posted the rock band of, of their church. Yeah. It's, I, I don't know why people feel that if you post 12, 13, 14 times on your candidate, which it doesn't matter if Donald Trump or Joe Biden, you you create your own life. You create your own destiny. We're, we're, both of us are similar ages. We've had the same amount of Democrats, the same amount of Republican presidents, House controlled either or. And people's choices, their life is based on the decisions or the lack of action that they've taken. I like to say you are the president of your own life. Um, whoever is in the White House really should have no reflection on your ability to achieve success, to work hard, to attain, you know, um, your heart's desires. And it, it doesn't really matter. You need to take success and your financial security in your own hands, regardless of who's in the White House, regardless of what party is in control of the House, regardless <laughs> of any of those things. It's like... I've, I've heard people here. I'll, I'll bash both sides. I, I can't, I, I can't, I can't sleep at night because Hillary Clinton lost or, Oh, what's this world coming to Donald, Donald Trump. He lost it. This is affecting me. And it's like, were, were, were you up for a position in one of the cabinets or did you want to be the ambassador of a country or, are you a lobbyist? How, 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 why is this keeping you up at night? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's true. It's true. I mean, I, right. You've heard, you've heard people from both sides. Yeah. I've unfollowed unfriended people because it's just too much. I'm like, listen, 
You know, you determine your destiny, you determine your outcome. All you're doing is aggravating yourself and agitating others by putting that type of content. My whole thing is, is your content providing value, inspiration, motivation? Like, and yeah, not everyone has a business or as an entrepreneur, but everyone has value to add to the world. But that's what it is. Use social media as value. Use use it as a tool. Uh-huh. And, and that's it. And hey, use it because I want to see your kids. I want to see uh-huh. people that I went to school with, that I grew up with. I want to see how their lives are. I want to see their kids. You know, I could care less what they ate yesterday. I don't need to see a picture of their hamburger or or, you know, their vodka frita or whatever. So I'm going to put I, a I, picture of my flan tomorrow and tag you on it. <laughs> well, you, you, I, I think I've had enough flan in all the different types of recipes and, and whatnot. The, the thing, I, I, it's, it's crazy, though. But, but you know, we're a, the more you can focus on yourself, Focus on creating a better you. Use the tools that are available that we did not have 20 years ago. Use it as a tool. Use use YouTube as a tool. Use Facebook as a tool. Use Instagram as a tool. As an entrepreneur, man, the shit I had to do to advertise or to market 20 years ago or 10 years ago before social media, this is a renaissance. I wish I was young. I'd I'd be like you, Hafner, walking around. Oh well, I'm sorry, PC. I I I would be, <laughs> you know, I would be way successful, way ahead. And that's what people. This is the time to thrive, not not the time to to settle for crumbs. You you know what you you haven't post you haven't pitched, and that that's the one thing I'm going to get you on. You need a pitch. I, you you <laughs> post that you're 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 doing business with somebody that is universal. Fat Joe, you know he's all the way up. He knows how to lean back. He's lost some weight. He he's Cuban. He's Puerto Rican. Black, white, Hispanics. We we all love him. But to me, you need to quit being so cryptic. And your posts. I'll, I'll tell you yeah. that. You, you're, you're like the coming soon. <laughs> and you're like, do you know, do you want to know what I do and what I've been doing? How all funny these years? are you? It's all like, right. why don't you just tell us? Could you so imagine? What do shows? I do with Fat uh, Joe? We have well, $7 coffee. Is the president <laughs> of Urban and Latino development for the network marketing company um, I am partnered with. Um, I don't know if you want me to say the name of the company. This is called pitching. This is called marketamericashop.com. It's an opportunity for an average person to create an above average lifestyle and income doing exactly what they do, which is to live, to turn your daily living expenses into an asset, making your money work for you instead of you work for your money, giving you the ability to create a long-term willable asset, create long-term income um, based on the things that you do already, having a mindset shift of how you spend your money and where you spend your money 
and to really create opportunity that I feel is meaningful because unlike a multi-level marketing business, we have um, a unique model and concept where you work collaboratively together. You don't get paid off of people. And so that makes me feel good about presenting an opportunity to someone who is looking and you can't make money unless you're helping other people make money. So it's a win-win. The more people you help make money, the more money you make. And so it's a feel good, do good business. And I am proud to be able to offer people an opportunity to create meaningful change that they want in their life. And what's the name of the company? MarketAmericaShop.com. You can send me a direct message on my Instagram. If you'd like more information on Team Fat Joe, you can either DM Team Fat Joe on Instagram or you can reach me at Success is Your Reward with Jess on Instagram. And I will be more than happy to share information about my opportunity with you all. Now, was that like going to the dentist? Was that like deep scale cleaning? Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Haven't I always said the three P's? Promote, promote, promote. promote. Yeah. And then you're like, it's network marketing. I don't know if I should say the company. I've I've had Ray Higdon, who who is like the king of network marketing. I've I've had people from Octavia. Uh, I've I've had three Octavia people. Pitch, multi-level marketing, network marketing, whatever you want to call it, it's a business. Some people say it's a side hustle. Some people say it's a scam. The people that say it's a scam, they're closed-minded. Don't worry about them. People say they're not going to buy my book. Who cares? <laughs> so be it. Don't worry about that. Focus on that. Hey, network market, who cares? That, that is it is there an opportunity of making money absolutely then it's a business can absolutely. i do can i do a side hustle with this absolutely 100% then it's a side hustle can i be full time and live the life that i want to live doing this absolutely you can then you can be an entrepreneur and and that aren't you glad that i'm i'm giving you your come to jesus moment that enough of the cryptic messages on your social media. I, I, I want people to know what you do. You know, sell. I, I don't care what it, what it is that you sell. People aren't going to buy because of whatever. What's the name of the company again? MarketAmericaShop.com. They're not going to buy because of that. They're going to buy because they believe in you, Jessica. They're going to believe that you can help them create this. There's hundreds, if not thousands, from the granddaddy of them all, Amway, to Tupperware. We can buy all that. It's not about the opportunity. It's about buying from you. It's by you saying that being my upline, that you can show me a world of infinite possibilities. The possibilities are endless. That's why they're, they're going to buy from you. That's why they're going to call you coach. Jessica, because you know what? They do want to go all the way up because like what, what the man says, nothing's going to stop me. No, that's the team motto. Nothing will stop us. We're all the way up. 
he you're he he actually made me cry. It's Pat Joe. You, you want to hear the story? Sure. <laughs> it was last year at uh, 10X. It was the you know, first thing ever in America without vaccinations and without monkeypox and without 10 different shots or whatever. And he was the performer. If you oh. had a, yeah, he was on it on a yacht going down the intercoastal, going down Miami where all the bougie and all fireworks are going off. I'm on a yacht. I'm like 10 feet away from fat Joe, another Latino. And it's like, if a, if, if a kid, a single from a single parent growing up in Westchester, blue collar, 20 miles away, but it seems like hundreds, a lifetime away. I just reflected on that. And that's why, and, and it wasn't when he was singing lean back or all the way up. It was one of his first songs because I was caught in the moment because it's, it's okay to reflect. Don't live in your past. But I saw it as, you know, 20, 30 years ago, all those people would have been like, so where's my car? Are you parking my car? Can you get me another drink? But I was side to side with people. So I guess I could afford that ticket. And, you know, I'm sure he never thought in a million years that he would be singing in a yacht full of successful people. So, yeah, it, it, I, I had a moment. And then he, he had a moment, too, because he thanked God. And he said, you don't know about appreciation um, when you cannot perform and when you cannot work for almost two years. And he said it, it really, or a year and a half or whatever. And it, it, he was really grateful for the opportunity. He, you know, he, let, he lets it be known to the world um, that, you know, he went from being rich to having nothing to now being rich again. And it wasn't because um, anything was given to him, but because he had faith in himself because of God to know that if he built it once, he could build it again. Um, and so, amen. amen, money comes and goes, it's the ebb and flow. There's the good times. It's the bad times. There's never success. Isn't a rocket ship. People don't have that indestructible wealth. Success is due every day. And you know what? There is adversity where you lose it. Mm -hmm. You know, the thing that separates him from those that have never had it. It's like a muscle. Once you're successful, if, if somebody took every dime I ever had, I would be fine. I wouldn't be posting. I wouldn't be saying, why me? Because I had the confidence of getting right back. Mm -hmm. It's very, very true. Um, but I appreciate the, on, the honor of being here with you today and allowing sure. We could talk on and on. So we have I to, know. Like, <laughs> but you have to tell me again, what's the name of the company? Yes. So marketamericashop.com. If you would like to find out more information on how you can join me and team fat Joe, you can send me a direct message on Instagram, either through team fat Joe or through success is your reward with Jess. Send me a DM and tell me that you, heard about um my opportunity through omar's podcast and in, in fact just being a part of your 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 team i i might actually think about joining 
I encourage you to listen. It's an opportunity for people to really take the money that they use to live and to create income with it without having to find new money. Um, it's a legitimate business opportunity and I'm passionate to share the opportunity with the world. And after today, I am going to put some social media reels um, pitching to the world a little more direct. Well, well, well here, I'll, 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 I'll do this. I'll, I'll do this for you. I see you doing it on a consistent basis for 10 days, both on your Facebook and Instagram, because I watch your stuff every day. And that's why I hit you with that. You do that for more, for two weeks. We'll go 14 days, 15 days. I'll be, I'll, I'll join you. The team successful, Jess, Facho, all the way up, whatever you want to call it. Cause I believe in you and I believe in him. And it's not whatever it is, is selling because I have faith in you. I have faith in Jesus Christ. And there's a reason why we're all together. So you do that. And, and you'll, you'll, I'll show the world that I, I can sell. Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. Because clearly, if I say I'm a sales guy and to hire me as a business coach or I can help sell, I can walk the walk and talk the talk. So the challenge is there. You do that. You, I'll be part of your downline. I am up for the challenge. I will talk to you again in 14 days on how to register your business. Okay. And everybody else, I, I don't want to hear the Amway. I don't want to hear every other multi-level marketing company that's out there. <laughs> it's because I love you. And I actually do believe that you and I are like-minded people. And this is a way to motivate your ass to start posting. If I have to join your team, is the carrot stick is the goal, then, then I, I'm, I'm throwing it, throwing it out there. In fact, by the time people hear this message, I'll, I'll be a member. How's that? I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Hey, Jessica. And I, I love you. And, and I mean that, and we're like-minded people. So do those 15 days and we'll, and you'll see me joining. Hey, you got it. Starting this mind. afternoon. I, I love you. Take care. Start today. Yes. Starting today. You got it. I'm like Santa Claus. I'm the bronze Santa Claus. I watch <laughs> you. I know what you're doing. All right. Thank you, sweetie. Have Ciao. a good night. Bye. I never told no one that. Oh my gosh. I am so proud of you. You accomplished something. You know, most people buy books and they don't read the whole book. Not even on Audible. They'll maybe read, they'll dabble a chapter or two, but they won't go to the distance. And you know what? Congratulations. The same thing with podcasts. 2.8 million podcasts. You selected this one. We're like-minded people and you reached the end. You know what? Did you sign up for that webinar? You know which one I'm talking about. Omar Madrano. O-M-A-R-M-E-D-R-A-N-O.com backslash webinar, backslash. It's just ask for it. It's a whole new way of approaching sales. Been there, done that. Enough of the bullpens. Enough of calling two, 300 calls. Enough of stressing. Enough of being all bent and twisted. Chasing people. Chasing leads. 
up at night wondering where and when am I going to get the next sale? Because you know what? Tomorrow, just like in life, you start out at zero. This just asks for it. It'll double your referrals, triple your leads, quadruple your sales. And you know what? The best part about this webinar is it's free. Omar, O-M-A-R, Medrano.com backslash webinar backslash. You know what? If you can't spell my name, just go omarmedrano.com. You'll find me. We found each other. You were meant for so much more. Thank you. Have an outstanding rest of your week. I never told no one that. My whole life I've been holding back. Every time I load my gun up so I can shoot for the stars. I hear a voice like, who do you think you are? Negative thoughts come to mind when I start thinking bold. Like, why you chasing dreams? Aren't you getting kind of old? I knew I needed help I had no self-confidence Didn't believe in myself I tried not to feel or listen to my intuition To start a business But before I even started I feel like it's finished You got a vision And let me say I don't care if they're your blood Got the same DNA They can't feel how you feel They can't see what you see Wanna change your life You gotta change the way you think The thoughts in your mind Is the boss of your life Nothing but good vibes Every day I'm thinking like What if it did? What if you took action and made it happen and started living inside of your purpose? What if it did work? Right now you can make the choice to never listen to that negative voice no more. The hardest prison to escape is our own mind. I was trapped inside that prison all for a long time. To make it happen, you gotta take action. Just imagine what if it did work.